You busy? Mm-mm. Okay, let me run something past you real quick. I was thinking about what you said the other day about feeling frustrated at the job that you were currently at and just feeling like you in this hamster wheel rat race of the corporate world and how, you know, you're looking at other jobs, but there's just certain criteria that you're looking for. You don't see it in the other jobs and that you have some of these passions in your heart that you want to do. But, you know, you're not at the point in life that you can take a pay cut. And I heard that frustration and it led me to want to just look a few things up. So I decided to take it upon myself just to, you know, do some Google facts real quick to just kind of see people who are famous, what their start was. Because I think what happens is we see the end result and we're like, oh, man, look at the, you know, the Beyonce's and the Barack's and the Michelle Obama's. And we see the end result, but um, we didn't really see the steps that were used to get to where they were at. Um, nobody rolled over and was a CEO of anything. It takes some grit, some grind, and sometimes being in places that you like, <laughs> I know that I'm supposed to be doing something else. I'll give you an example. I was looking at um, one of the shows um, or a podcast, rather, I was listening to of T.D. Jakes, and he said that he was ministering. Um, he was He knew that he was called to minister, but he was underneath another pastor for seven years already knowing in his heart that he was supposed to be a pastor. He was supposed to be a preacher, but yet he was in that church. He wasn't preaching there. He just was serving under another pastor and what God had him to do in that church. That sounds like it could have been frustrating. So Wanted to go ahead and look up some common things to kind of, you know, get the, hmm, oh, I didn't know that going just because I feel like everybody is a walking story, right? But sometimes we don't take enough time to read it. Um, we get encouraged about the, hooray, you know, the hero saved the girl and yay, you finally got the contract and yay, the, your business finally boomed. But we don't really see like, oh, you work somewhere you didn't like to for a little bit and ooh, that long and wow, mm. T.D. Jakes had to not preach for seven years knowing he was called to preach. We don't see that. We don't see the the Tyler Perry's had to be, you know, homeless for a bit or, or Tyson Bedford. He had to he was found on a freaking park bench. We don't see that. We just see. Wow. And then we look at us and, and that may not be everyone's story, but I know that it could be frustrating just to have the knowing that you are called, you are wired to do something else. And in the process of getting to your somewhere else, you have to stay where you're currently at. Yeah. So let me just share this with you real quick. So Nicki Minaj was a waitress at Red Lobster. <laughs> right. Red Lobster. But you know what? It's a good choice. She's from New York City, so I already know what it is. You know, it says that she was a Red Lobster. Um, she's from New York, but she was a Red Lobster waitress in New York City. So Okay, I can see that. And it says she was reflecting on time as a waitress. Um, she admits that she wasn't the most gracious employee. Really? Miss Clapback? No, ma'am? Okay. And that she was always looking for a way out. So even that feels like, how did it feel to know you were wired to do something completely different? I mean, waitressing to... is You know, to rapping is two different, you know, fruit. Like... It's like comparing fruit to pasta. That don't go. Apples and spaghetti does not go. I don't care what you say. Um, okay, let's see the next one. Freddie Wap 
What was he doing? He worked in FedEx wrapping packages. We are going to go right past that because um, I don't want to talk about nobody's grandbaby. Mm-mm, I don't want to do it. Okay. Miley Cyrus picked up bras and panties thrown at her dad, Billy Ray Cyrus, as he was singing achy bricky heart. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There should be a labor law behind that. Mm-mm, I'm not going. Channum Tatum was a stripper. Uh, explains the movie. Did he really admit that? Let me see. The actor dropped out of the University of South Florida and began stripping at 19. Oh. Oh, it gets juicy. Okay, listen. No, seriously, listen. Don't laugh. Okay. For Tatum, however, this lifestyle became quickly dangerous as he turned to drugs and alcohol to make it through, particularly through tough shifts. It's no wonder that the Magic Mike star looks so believable on camera. Okay. You know what? Who wrote this? I can't. Wow. Now, I may screw up her name, so I'm not even going to try. You remember the girl um, from Precious, right? Um, mm, I'm not going to mess up her name, but her, the one, not Monique, the uh, yeah, the daughter, right. Um, apparently, she worked for a phone sex hotline. Oh, they getting the extra dirt from, where they getting this information from? Um when it got quotes, so they must have talked about it out loud. Okay. She said, I knew when people were asking me, so you had any acting training? My acting school was on the phone pretending to be some young 21-year-old college girl named Melody. I know that that was my acting. Okay. I mean, you know, you get it how you got to get it. Rachel Adams. Oh, you re- you remember Rachel? Rachel Adams, the girl from um from the Notebook, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The that the dimples, the real cute one. Yeah. She kind of favors like Jennifer Love. What is that? Not Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jennifer Gardner. Right. 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 Okay. So apparently, oh, she was working at McDonald's. I can't see that. You know, when I think McDonald's, I think attitude problem. No, seriously. Like, don't laugh. Like, I think. May I take your order? And she just looks so cute and innocent for that. But, I mean, you know, letting people know the ice cream machine is broke every day. I mean, I guess. Um, Meghan Markle, mm-hmm, the one that's with um, Prince Harry. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she wrote wedding invitations. Oh, that was classy. Okay, they ain't getting nothing too crazy. Okay, you didn't go too off. I get it. Ooh, and she ended up handwriting wedding invitations for Robin Thicke and Paula Patton's wedding in 2005. That's pretty dope. That's something good to put on your your um, resume. Beyonce worked in the hair salon. I don't want to really count that. That was the family business. And, um, I mean, unlike Miley Cyrus's dad, sir, labor lord, but I'll keep it to myself. Wow. Um, yeah, because her mother Tina owned a salon so it just made sense sweep sweep up some of this hair scratch some of these scalps you know how we like it have a nice day um johnny depp was a pen salesman i don't get it give me more let me see what this is saying um in quotes it says you promised them all these things if they buy a gross of pens it was just awful but i actually think that was the first experience i had with acting huh look how that dot connected Okay, it says Naya Rivera was a waitress at Hooters. Apparently, she's a Glee star. You know, I don't watch TV. I don't, I know a little bit about the Glee, but 
okay. I guess I could see that Hooters and she. From when I'm looking at this picture, she looks okay. Anywho, Tom Cruise was a bellhop. Oh, well, I could see that with the hospitality and the upper echelon hotels. That makes sense because only the upper echelon hotels have a bellhop. After that, you just gonna hop over the bells. Nothing else to do. Um, what's his name? Chase. Oh, okay. I just never seen it spelled like that. No, seriously, it's C H A C E. Chase Crawford. Oh, he's from Gossip Girl. It says he was a shirtless salesman at Abercrombie and Finch. I can see it. Looking at this picture they have here, he gives me. He's very Abercrombie. I can see it. It's in the eyebrow. Mm-hmm. I can see it. Um, Megan Fox. She's a girl. Where is she from? She's from a slew of things. Just. She has that face. I can't. You know I don't watch TV and movies enough. Let me see. Okay, so Megan Fox, they said, wore a banana suit to promote a smoothie shop. That's embarrassing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, okay, movie sets. Um, they said something about she's in Jennifer's body. I don't know. I can't help you with this. Just Google her face and you'll know it. She's from everywhere. I only know her to be in things that were like scandalous. Um, I want to say mean girls, but don't quote me on that. Cause you know, I don't watch TV and I'm not a movie connoisseur. Okay. Brad, Brad Pitt dressed as a chicken to promote El Polio Loco in Los Angeles. Wow. But you know, at least he was in the right area to do so, you know. Says, uh, do I have any quotes from him? Nope, because I guess he was like, I left that behind me. Y'all have a nice day. Eva Mendez served hot dogs at a food court. Well, you know, that's regular. But Eva Mendez? Yeah, you should have. You didn't try to model or anything first. Like, you know. And that's another thing. Isn't it funny that people always have an idea of what you should be doing with your life based upon what they can see? But they can't see your heart. Listen, don't let me. You know how mm -mm, I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a preacher. Don't do it. Okay. Just. Okay. Move right along. Okay. So Gwen Stefani worked at Dairy Queen. That's hilarious because I never even heard of Dairy Queen until a couple of years ago. No, seriously. You know, because I moved from New York when I was, let me see, 26. So I didn't learn about Dairy Queen until I got to Georgia. And I was like, hmm, I'm sorry. You know, our Dairy Queen was Baskin Robbins. I didn't even, you know. Hugh Jackman was a PE teacher. I can see that, Mr. Wolverine. You know Hugh Jackman. If I know him, you know him. That's why that's why I don't like it. Now, if you would have said his name and I'm not seeing this picture, I would have looked at you like, you know. Um, but, yeah, the Wolverine guy. I can see that being PE. I wish it said how long they did did this particular role. Or what have you. Um, John Hamm, two M's, was a set dresser for adult films. I'm scrolling right past that. I don't even want to. Madonna was a Dunkin' Donuts cashier. How long ago was that? No, seriously, because from what I remember, the videos with Madonna, she was, wasn't she like a virgin? And she was like 16. Like, so when did you have the time before the fame? I don't know. Okay. Hey, need a hot, hot side hustle, I guess. John Legend was an accountant. Okay, that speaks to my heart. Having the bag of pipes that he has, can you imagine doing accountant? 
work knowing that you're supposed to be talking about ordinary people. I mean, seriously, that, well, first off, shouts out to him because um, that means he's extremely smart. Shouts out, <laughs> shouts out to the Brainiac. Um, but wow. You know, that's why I am so inspired by watching people in their paths because it doesn't always kind of pan out. So, you know, then step one and step two, it may very well look like, wow, you went through all that work to become an accountant, which is a highly stressful job. But you know what? He's probably making sure he and Chrissy's money is not, you know, looking funny. They don't got to hire nobody to do their, you know, their finances. That's pretty dope. Wow, I don't know. That just did something to me. An accountant to be in a world-renowned singer. Hmm. Look at you different there, Johnny. I don't see Arthur anymore. Okay, moving right along. Um, Queen Latifah worked at Burger King. Really? Okay, got quotes, so I guess she was, uh, she admitted to this. It says, I was like, you can't talk to me that way after I just cleaned the bathroom. I just lost it. Oh, a lot of homeless people used to come in there, so there would be a lot around to clean. Oh, <laughs> and she said she was fired from the job for losing her temper. Yeah, fast food restaurants and a lack of patience is just not the, you know, not the combination you really want. Rihanna was an army cadet in Barbados. Really? Oh, it says no wonder she wears camouflage so well. Dum dum. Okay, yeah, I can. Oh, being that beautiful, being an army cadet, you know, shouts out to women empowerment and all that. But just wow, how did you know that you wanted to be a singer? Because she was super young. But I guess I don't know how that goes in Barbados. Who knows about that? All right, Victoria Beckham. You know her, the Spice Girl. Mm-hmm was a dancing performer on roller skates for BBC. That has to mean that that was something awesome in the country she's in because I don't know it. Barack Obama was a Baskin-Robbins ice cream scooper. Okay, you know what's making me smile about that? I so did not read this prior to calling you. And the fact that I brought up Barack early in the conversation and Baskin-Robbins, I feel like... You know, like it was meant to be. Like, no, seriously, I feel like at this point, like I'm a prophetess. No, seriously. Okay. All right. So, wow. He worked in Baskin Robbins. Well, I guess he's from Chicago, ain't he? Hawaii. One of those. Ah, there it is. Yep. He said that he scooped in a Honolulu. The real eye opener is they have Baskin Robbins in Honolulu. Yeah. I'm, I didn't know. Because hmm. I went to Hawaii and they stuff is so fresh and delicious. Y'all need to recreate nothing that mm -mm, just do what y'all doing. It is delish. Okay. Ellen DeGeneres was an oyster shucker. S-H-U-C-K. Mm -mm, I'm not even going to try. I don't even know what that means. I don't even think I want to read what that means. It just says odd job. And mm -mm, nope. Because what I'm visualizing and what I think is is borderline. I'm getting ready to get nauseous or how much does that pay? Because I've never even heard of that. But I don't want to do it. Okay. 
Matthew McConaughey was a chicken coop cleaner that, wow, I can only imagine the smell. I can only imagine the smell. Sean Connery was a coffin cleaner. Okay. Um, okay, um, let me just tell my brain. It's before someone's in it because that was like very morbid. I got kind of, hmm. all right, let me go. George Clooney was an insurance salesman. Okay, door-to-door insurance. That's pretty, okay. That was pretty interesting, right? Just to kind of see when people got their start. Okay, then I wanted to dig a little deeper because, again, leading on the road of, um, you know, inspiration and just seeing it's not too late and all that kind of things because it just really bothers me that people, they're scared to start over. And I don't understand why that is because even in the bible it shows that god started over when the first world didn't do what they were supposed to do god started over but you know what that's another phone call for another time because i meant to talk to you about that but right now we're going to just focus on the inspirational piece okay boom so okay this this is a little different this is about celebrities who found fame later in life and again this is not everyone's story but it feels good sometimes to just have present you know you can read certain things other places and okay kfc guy started when he was in his 70s and stuff like that but sometimes you want something a little bit closer to you because you like 70 all the way over there like i can't you know so yeah i just wanted to kind of pull something else that we can kind of have more of a relatability to so tiffany haddish was 37 when she starred in girls trip wow and from her background, she didn't, she didn't just pop. Like she was doing, that's how she met Kevin Hart. She was doing stand-up comedy. She was struggling in that. And it actually says here that, um, you know, she was spending time homeless. And she landed roles and um, on certain shows, like If Loving You Was Wrong and The Carmichael Show. But it wasn't until the 2017 that she received a slew of awards and multi-magazine covers because of her role as Dina in Road Girls Trip. Pretty dope. Samuel L. Jackson, you know, America's uncle, was in his 40s before he became an A-list movie star. So I guess the feel that this has given me so far, and again, I didn't go through this list before I called you. The feel that this has given me is what I was saying earlier about being frustrated on where you are and just feeling like, Oh, I just need my, you know, that just one big break or, you know, having people possibly look at you like, I don't understand why you're still doing a, B and C, or you just thinking, listen, this is just the best that it's going to get. And then boom, watch out now, you know, something dope is happening. So he was in 1991 when Samuel L. Jackson was 43, he got to play Gator and then Jungle Fever. And then it leaps him into an A-list with Pulp Fiction in 1994. Okay. Those movies ring bells. Um, I don't know who this is. So I feel like I would not be giving her the best. But I'll just read it. Julia Child was 49 before she changed Cooking in America. Don't look at me crazy. Okay. Because I don't know who certain people are. Listen, I'm not entrenched in the TV world. So some of this is, hmm? Mm-hmm. Okay. So 
child worked as a chef and as a World War II spy mm. for years before publishing with Simone Beck and some other people mastering the art of French cooking in 1961. Okay, she had a bestseller and she changed the way Americans cooked at home. Awesome. Okay, shouts out to you. What's your name again? Julia Child. I remember that. I like a good cooking little book. Okay, Joy Bear. I pray that I'm pronouncing that right. That's the girl on The View. But she was 55 before she started as a host on The View. Before that, she was a high school English teacher before she became a receptionist and then producer in various roles on NBC. And then in 1997, she became one of the original hosts for The View. Okay. On ABC and has been on it since with a few breaks here and there. That's pretty awesome. Okay. Ang Lee which is a male, was a stay-at-home dad before becoming one of the most important directors in the world at 41. Now, you know what? This is inspirational in a whole different way because he says stay-at-home dad, which is against cultural norms. Not that it's, you know, something wrong with it, but it's not the norm of the culture. You know, stay-at-home dad. Shouts out to him. For A, let me read his story before I go ahead and get inspired again. Because that, that just, that did something to me. Um, okay, so he appears to be, and I don't want to chop it up. He appears to be of Asian descent. So Lee attended a master's in film production from New York University, where he was Spike Lee's classmate and had an award-winning thesis film. But he put it all aside for six years to stay at home and take care of his two children while his wife, a molecular biologist, advanced her career. Oh, oh, sir, you just gained all my respect. But let me let me read the rest of your paragraphs because wow. But in 1990, a couple of screenwrites he wrote to got the attention of a Taiwanese production company, and he made his future debut, Pushing Hands, in 1992. It was an immediate critical success, and Lee spent several years making movies in Taiwan before directing Sense and Sensibility for an American studio in 1995 at the age of 41. Don't laugh at me. I feel like I'm reporting. Leave me alone. Okay, come back. From there... Lee became an Oscar darling and one of the most world's accomplished directors with films like Brokeback Mountain and Life of Pi. Okay, see, Brokeback Mountain, I know. Because I'm reading the rest of it like, maybe what you see. I don't know any of this. But I, I know Brokeback Mountain. i never seen it, but I, I heard about it. And I know the title. We're going to just move right along because, mm -mm. Now, let me tell you something about this. This is inspiration. This man was pretty much neck and neck or had the same starting point as Spike Lee, Mr. Do the Right Thing, Mr. Jungle Fever. And the reason why, and he had an award-winning thesis film, which already showed you had some promise, sir. But he put it all aside for six years to stay at home to make sure that his children were taken care of. And that his wife could advance her career. And let me explain something to you. It's a whole bunch of respect that's pouring through right now. And I'm going to just stop right there. That says so much. So many people have mommy guilt. But do we ever really consider that daddies probably have some type of daddy guilt? 
But the fact that he sacrificed that for six years and to, to come back and knock it out the park, outrageously inspirational. And how old were you, sir? 41. Wow. That's pretty awesome. And it says some other things on here. And, you know, it has that Lucille Ball was 40 when she started in I Love Lucy. And I mean, I would love to continue this because I really want to touch base on not only people who got their late starts, but also people who changed complete career patterns. You know, some people are so afraid with starting over that it's like, why? But I just really, really felt like I wanted to call you back and have that conversation with you because I know from a personal level, but I know that it can be frustrating just to feel like, man, it's almost like being the kid on the bench and seeing everybody else playing. You like, coach, let me in. It can be frustrating, but it, I feel like as long as you never forget the dream. And that's why the Bible says, write the vision and make it plain. Because as long as you don't forget the vision, it will come to pass. Because there's a difference between just going off of emotions and having something you're passionate about. Passion does not die. It cannot be dissolved. It doesn't dilute. You can be in Burger King, losing your temper, knowing, no, I want to do something different. You know, you can be in Red Lobster. You can be in, in FedEx and all these other places. And shouts out to any of those uh, companies because I love them. But you do need a certain passion and characteristic just to know when something's a good fit and when it's not so you know just keep hope alive is such a cliche saying but those times that you get frustrated you're not the only one and I think that that is so needed for this human culture it's almost like a trick of the enemy to feel like you're the only one that's frustrated you're the only one that's being overlooked and that's not true I just read you how many different people you see what I'm saying but anyway let me go ahead and um because I'll be on this phone with you forever you know because you you like to keep me on the phone and you know I'm a talker so you know we gotta go we got responsibilities and stuff but let me go ahead and um start folding up some of these towels and stuff and um I'm gonna call you back you know what that means Mm-hmm. I'll speak to you later. <laughs> All right. <laughs> later.